If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. I don't, when I say it's the greatest weekend in the English football calendar, I don't just say it verbatim. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I treat this competition like an older football fan would in its traditional sense. Like, mm. if it's FA Cup third round weekend, I don't want to do anything else. Hello and welcome back to Off the Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walsh and Bradley Morris. As always, it's the Thursday show and that means it's preview time. And this week we talk all things FA Cup. How are you today, Brad? I need this podcast now to distract me from the bullshit going on in this world right now. Uh, Exactly. I mean, what's happening across the pond from us is ridiculous. However, we'll stay away from that. With a football podcast, we talk strictly football. And there's been a lot happening in the world. I love how we always say that, and we always start with political references. (laughs) (laughs) We'll always get one in there. Um, Yes, so it's the FA Cup weekend, as we said. Um, And as it is FA Cup weekend, or as my co-presenter says, the greatest weekend in football, it is third round action where Premier League sides enter the competition for the first time and we have got some big ties uh, to look forward to and some potential cup uh, shocks on the cards. Um, so it's the third round. Big teams are entering. You have a love for the FA Cup. Where does What is that love for you for? I don't, when I say it's the greatest weekend in the English football calendar, I don't just say it verbatim. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I treat this competition like an older football fan would in its traditional sense. Like, mm. if it's FA Cup third round weekend, I don't want to do anything else. I am sitting down and I'm tuning in because I'm waiting for that big shock to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from from that standpoint, but my argument is, right. So we know Tottenham are playing Marine this weekend. Tottenham aren't going to be playing their stars. You don't know that. No, they're not going to be playing their stars. This is Jose Marino who doesn't rest players for the sake of resting players. Okay, he, he ruled it. So, and you always get the thing of managers complaining every season that um, there's too many games in the calendar. Uh, so they're not going to play their fourth strength squad. So... They've got to play again in a few days' time against your Aston Villa next Wednesday. So he's going to rest some players there because obviously that is the bigger game, in my opinion. No disrespect to Marine. So he's going to play the youngsters. And I just don't see where, like, yes, for Marine and the lower league teams coming against the big teams, yeah, that gives you all the limelight and the money. But do you get the same excitement saying, like, if you lose 6 7 nil to Tottenham? See, in this, it's to the lower league clubs. It is more about the money than it yeah. is, you know, the game itself. Just oh, just 100%. getting drawn against someone like Tottenham is massive for Marine. The yeah. third round is the cup final to them. 
Yeah, oh, I agree, I agree. And what you're saying with the money is what, here's what I'm going to suggest. Because, you know, as you, you'll always get a manager, whether it's pre-match or post-match leaders or later on in the season, they'll be complaining about the fixture list and having too many fixtures. Why don't they just say, right, League One and below, you play in the FA Cup. You don't enter the Carabao Cup or whatever it's going to be called. You don't enter that in Premier League and Championship clubs. You enter the Carabao Cup only, then you're reducing about six to seven fixtures off your fixture list and it's not as congested. Yeah. The money stays the same for both competitions. I fully do see the League as it is and it will it'll be scrapped. You think the League Cup you think the League Cup will go before the FA Cup will? Yes. Football English football you could always say will be finished if the FA Cup ever gets disbanded. It's the word. Yeah. Um, I don't think you will. So we're just, just going to scrap domestic competitions as a whole just to suit game time. No, it, it's... So, what I'm suggesting is that um, one of the... So, you don't have to do... So, like the lower league teams, that you don't have to do all this, like, preliminary rounds, first round, blah, 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 until you get to the first round proper... Obviously, for like the teams in the 12th and whatever tier you can enter the FA Cup from, they'll do all them rounds still. Uh, and then, basically, the round for two or three will be what it is like now, but it's the start of the competition, so the money comes in straight away, and it's a quicker way tournament to the final rather than... And then, obviously, the FA, uh, the Carabao Cup... You just start it at the third round and go from there because there's not that many teams in it as there would only be the 64 teams in it. No, 44 teams, sorry. My maths was incredibly wrong there. 44 teams. So you can just start have the cert games in and then it reduces the feature list. You don't have to worry about potential injuries as much and it just gives a bit of relief to the players, I think. Yeah, obviously going in with players, that's a debate in itself. Mm. But I can't look past the value of it to those smaller clubs. Oh, yeah. Like we shouldn't be appeasing to the big clubs who couldn't give less fucks about this tournament. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at from a big club, because obviously I'm a big club supporter, and I'm looking at it from the big club's standpoint. If you remember last season, Jurgen Klopp didn't show up to their... Was it Carabao Cup game? It was Where... the Carabao Cup game against us, and then they sort of halfway followed suit with the FA Cup. Exactly, like Neil Critchley led the. Was it? Neil I, I just find that incredibly wrong. Yeah, so the big teams don't care about it until he gets to about the quarterfinals, semi-finals. So if we just say right, the big teams, the big Premier League and Championship teams, you just do that one competition, and the FA Cup teams, you do the other competition. Then it gives, like, it's more, I think it would give more meaning to it in that sense because Premier League teams against Premier League teams and Championship teams in the, uh, the one competition, they're going to field their stronger players and not put out such of a weak side. And, you know, League One and below, they're always going to put out their big teams for the FA Cup. And that's where I think yeah. it but would just, uh, make it better. Yeah, but just to end it with... The Carabao Cup or League Cup. I hate calling it the Carabao Cup, but I don't, it's the League Cup. It's always the League Cup to me. To me, it's but, the Carling Cup. 
I don't, I just don't hate calling it the sponsors. That competition was ruined the second sponsors took it took it over. Yeah, but they've had sponsors for fucking years. I know, but it's, that competition is dying. So yeah. As much as I hate to say that, that competition will not be here in the next 10 years. No. But sticking on the FA Cup, what other competition are you going to get a part-time construction worker line up against the England captain? Well, true. That's beautiful. <laughs> that is yeah. proper football. If you go for the, the, the proper football, working class football fan, that's just the dream, isn't it? Yeah, it is incredible scenes when you do see it. But, right, so can you remember the last FA Cup game you watched? That I watched fully? Yeah, the full 90 minutes. Not attended, watched. So it was the last round, there was the one I can't remember who it was, but I'm glad it on. Right, so you've had one in the second round. Yeah, well, I was it? The last FA Cup game, I, I don't even think I would... I couldn't tell you who the two finalists were last season. It was Arsenal and Chelsea. I mean, I'll take your word for it. So that worth it. I bowed and dropped the trophy. <laughs> I genuinely do. I, you forget, I don't this remember. Was, was this July or August? But this wasn't even half a year ago. We've had so much happen in the world since then. Genuinely, the last FA Cup I can fully remember watching, and this is no word of a lie, and it's because I was there, was Chelsea versus Southampton in the FA Cup semi-final in 2018. That was genuinely the last time I feel like I watched an FA Cup game. I feel always sorry for you. <laughs> that was uh, a good game, and it was a good day out. You're not in a bad way, I just, you've missed out on a lot since... <laughs> That's the thing, like, I, I feel like when the FA Cup's on now, I don't look f- for it. I, I Like like I was saying on the show on Monday, I kept thinking of the Premier League automatically rather than the FA Cup. I just don't think of the FA Cup. I don't know, I don't know if it's just me and, or other fans don't have that, uh, might not have the same feeling as I do, but for me, I just don't think of it. I, I know what it is. It's, you're very much in this, the modern day football fan mindset. The, the FA Cup mm. appeals to a certain generation still. Yeah. So, and don't get wrong, I'll have moments like you where I'm like, I don't care about this. It's the fifth yeah. round. My, my team are out, and you look at who's left, it's like, ugh, it's them again. And you're just like, no. But but then you see a BBC advert, the magic of the cup. Come on, lads. And I'm hooked right back in every year. Mm. I just don't like. I oh, know this weekend, right? So there's a lot of sport, really, this, sports on. The, the third round this year looks a lot more interesting than it has in quite a few years. Mm. For me, I don't think I'll watch it, any of the games. Though I think I'll be doing other stuff this weekend to pass the Saturday and Sunday rather than sit down watching the FA Cup. I mean, am I checking? Like, the only way I'm going to watch the FA Cup is by, and I'm giving him a shout out here, is uh, watching uh, Ben Foster's highlights against Man United from his uh, GoPro in goal. <laughs> Apart from that, I'm, I genuinely don't think I'll watch the FA Cup. I need to say, with how much they're trending, if Marcus Rashford plays, scores, he needs to go up to that camera and just be like, Boris, feed the kids. <laughs> a bit what, like uh, Jamal Lowe did for Swansea. Uh, oh, last it. weekend, it was really. Yeah, <laughs> just as much of here pointing out. <laughs> yeah, 
Did you see his tweet though after that? The game. It was really it. But yeah, for me, I just the magic of the FA or the cup competitions, especially the FA Cup and the League Cup, uh, has gone for me as a supporter of a big team. Obviously, for the minnows, as they are called, um, it's always going to be there. Like you say, United. He works a nine-to-five. Uh, job Monday to Friday and then this Saturday he's playing against uh, an England international or what have you um, Marine State it's, around the back of a block of houses and it was, you didn't say if the last gap was just the row of houses and a load of mad marine flags up did see a picture of it it's, it's, gonna, it's so heartbreaking there's no fans here this year mm. I think that's what's that was something as well that was something I knew I needed to debate you were talking about the money, but it's the money benefits for all those lower league clubs that's so massively important. And even more nowadays, when that money is so hard to come by. Oh, yeah. But that's why I think if, especially with what we've gone on in this last year in the world, that was it. If they sorry. just said, right, second or third round proper for the lower league teams, you you get what you'd get later on in the competition and the, the big teams don't get the money for, because you never know. Um, not necessarily marine because of how far down they would go, but say yeah, I've got, um, I've got, I've got a story for this. I've got a story for this. Like, so it was... Go on. Sto- story for this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> a story for this earlier in the rounds because I have two people in my uni group. Mm-hmm. So they work at Eastleigh who made it yeah. to... I can't remember what round they made it to, but they got to the main stages. And it was just... You know, you hear from them how much that means. Your perception just changes and you, you think outside of your own club. And you remember just how much bigger the wider game is. Yeah, I understand. But I understand like where I said, you come if, from. Like I said, if, if they said, right, the finances, so it goes to like the round prior, if that makes sense now. So what the teams will get for winning in round three, they get for round two. That's how you can help the lower league uh, clubs survive yeah. and uh, what, what nowadays with how it's going rather than... What else is crucial as well is TV picks. Cause I think some of the TV picks have been disgraceful. I mean, I, I, couldn't, uh, I obviously know... Um, you can guarantee it. Tottenham. Marie Tottenham, I think, is, I can't remember if it's TV or BBC or BT. It's, it's on, mm. thank God. But for some reason, we need to say Arsenal versus mm. Newcastle. Yeah, I don't like, know do, why do we, we need to Do we to really see. need to say that? I swear, uh, mind you, Watford's probably on as well, isn't it? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't miss... put it in there. I swear Man City... I'd probably say... Live-streamed as well. Um, I, know. I know they did say a select few of the games are going to be available on the FA Player. Uh, Man United, Watford's on BT Sport, and Man City, Birmingham City is on the BBC iPlayer. Yeah, that is a more fair one. Yeah, some some of them games they don't need to be but on TV. You don't want to see an old Premier League game. That's not what you're tuning in there for. For you're tuning in for something like Marine and Tottenham. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if you can check, but it's Stockport and West Ham. Uh, yeah, that's on BT Sport One on Monday night. So thank God, even more so with fans not being able to attend these games. The, big, the, the revenue those non-league clubs would be getting in just from fans coming. Yeah. Like it is definitely important the revenue this uh, season because of um, 
the fans not being able to attend the games. Um, right. So, just to find, I would love this to go around just to get a, almost a discourse going on this debate because it's an interesting one, and I get both sides of it. Yeah, I, I fully agree. I'm not like saying I'm a fully against the FA Cup, but I, as a supporter of a big six club, I would rather have less fixture conge- uh, congestion and uh, just have one cup competition as well as like the league, Premier League and Champions League or Premier League and Europa League to focus on. I mean, you haven't got to worry about your team winning it. You'll get to the semi-final and lose. <laughs> we'll get onto that in a bit. Uh, you, here's what I'd say, though. So, so if my idea of saying like like Premier League Championship teams can do that. So, oh, not actually the idea, but I had another one was like, so Aston Villa, would you rather Aston Villa win the FA Cup and say finish mid to low table in the Premier League or not win the FA Cup but get into Europe? See, I'm almost going to follow my dad's way of things. It's because this is going to say Matthew, I could wait for Europe. I've gone years about not seeing my team in Europe. Yeah. FA Cup in mid table. Okay. All day. Just this is sorry, my dad. He's seen everything: Champions League, League, League Cup, all this, all the trophies. I haven't seen a single major trophy since I've been born. Yeah. It's, the FA Cup is the only one he hasn't seen. And he just said. Every time he tells me, I just want to see my team win the FA Cup. I don't get anything else. I just want the FA Cup. Yeah. It's um, understandable, but for me, as you know, well, uh, I've grew up, I've seen Man United win everything. We've won the Premier League, yeah. FA Cup, League Cup, Champions League, Europa League, FIFA Club World Cup, the UEFA Super Cup. Like, I've seen one of that. Like, we've won everything like the only enjoyment now would be like oh, okay we haven't won a champions league in 12 years or now 13 depending on their uh, timing obviously that would be good to see and it's been seven years since we've won a premier league title okay and that is something uh that would be good to see and so somewhere like it it's always insulting when you get them say oh, we, we haven't won a league in seven years it's the end of the world oh. Hmm. It's insulting to me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a debate. That's a different debate in itself. Anyway. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Right, a little earlier than scheduled than what we usually do um, on the show. It's did you see that? And um, this week we have an incredible, unbelievable story. Uh, it's one that I just can't put into words of what has happened. It's a problem. It's selling me to sign. <laughs> what does it have? Does it really tell you to sign yeah, in? I have one. It's fine. Oh, okay. I don't use it, but. <laughs> That'd be a lot easier because there's so there's so much stuff that I want to send you on Instagram. But I didn't know if you had an Instagram or not. No, 
I'm not a normal person. I'm stuck in the old ways. I'm a traditionalist. You're a boomer. Boomer. I'm 24. Just don't know. Boomer. Don't use Instagram. Why have you sent me a clip of Fireman Sam? (laughs) Read the caption and watch the facts. That's why I was snickering a couple of minutes ago. Dennis Burkham-esque. <laughs> That's why I was starting to sneak it whilst I was getting... Messi's done that. Messi does that. We're all talking about that for the, a week. Right, let me just go and pose myself and then I'll be ready to go again. So, was that? Did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so the incredible story that I'm talking about here on Did You See That is uh, Didier Lamkel-Z of Royal Antwerp. So there's been rumours of him getting a move away from the club to Greek side Panathinaikos. So obviously, your agent tells you of the move. You're like, okay, I'm willing to go. Let's see if the club are willing to accept the offer or whatever their club has bid. They've obviously rejected it. He's a little bit annoyed, and to stage his annoyance, (laughs) to stage his protest, he turns up to training in rival team Andalek's shirt with Yannick Balassi on the back, for those that remember Yannick Balassi's time at uh, Andalek, and then tries to get into the training ground, in uh, which the security guards don't let him in. If that is not the most petty way of trying to get a transfer out of that club, I don't know what is. There was better security and there was Andalek's, the, the, Andalek, the Royal Antwerp, doors than there was at the US Capitol. Uh, I agree. Well done on getting the uh, politic political joke in there. Meza Ozil's own figure. So that's all I needed to do. <laughs> Just turn up the top and show and they would have let me leave. Oh. It would have been so much easier. Could have left uh, 12 months ago. All but, the yeah, um, thinking, oh, fuck me. Oh, I had the worst story. That is honestly... When I saw that yesterday, I was just like, that is the most incredible uh, story you can think of and way of getting a transfer out of the club. I think he has since apologised and continued to train with the club. But, I mean, that is definitely something special, if you ask me. I mean, big praise for wearing the Yannick Balassi shirt. <laughs> yes. If we gave out awards for uh, shithousery, he would definitely have one there for it. But there's too many shitheads being worn out there right now. Yeah. Right, and um, I live another little, not quite, did you see that, but nice uh, story. that um, With Daniel Maldini, the son of Paolo Maldini and the grandson of Cesar Maldini, coming on yesterday for AC Milan in their uh, league game against Juventus, um, that means now the Maldini family has played 1,000 Serie A games for AC Milan. Just league games for that family is ridiculous. A thousand. The dynasty. I think dynasty is a bit of an understatement. Oh, maybe. Because Cesar Maldini played 347 games for them. Paolo played 647 and yesterday was Daniel's sixth game for them. I mean... If you think of AC Milan, you think of the Maldini family name now. It is. 
And with how they're going right now, they're potentially bringing the good times back. I need some Maldini in the same. Yeah, and I think that would be all Maldinis have won uh, a league title then. <laughs> Which is an incredible feat. I mean, the only way you see that being matched or passed, it would be if Lionel Messi's kids go on to play for Barcelona or someone like Ryan Giggs so just, Barry, like, just, over here. Just Cristiano Jr. just ripping the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but he ain't going to matter because Pele has now recorded another 600 goals since. Yes, because, I mean, he says he scored... He's been playing for a lot lately. 1,283 goals now, Pele stands at, apparently. According to He's his... He's been uh, for 40 years, isn't he? <laughs> I know. Incredible. The man scores goals without doing anything. Um, right. I'll to... sometimes on FIFA. <laughs> On to our FA Cup preview now, and I'll hand over to you to lead the way in the preview here. Uh, Do you want to start with Marina Tottenham? Yeah, might as well, as it's the big game of the weekend, or the most talked about game. It's very hard to speak in these games for team selections, because (laughs) nobody has a clue. No, uh, I don't think Jose's had his press conference yet either to say what team selection he's going to do. I just like to discuss more inside Marine itself. So, so this Jose Mourinho is going to a tiny little stadium in Crosby. The Instagram it, that uh, it itself is mesmerising. Do you want a wide dressing room? Then. Doing his team talk in what they call the Arriva Suite. The Arriva Suite. This, the Arriva Suite is a function room for weddings and discos. I mean, technically, a lot of teams have been doing like get, that um, this season because of... Uh, what you... the wedding venue. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of teams have had to use, like, um, press conference rooms and all other stuff because of COVID so they can socially distance. Because, I mean, they probably will have an actual away dressing room. And no, really, the chairman, Daniel Levy, will be welcomed in with his travelling party and they will be presented with five-star lunchboxes. Lunchboxes? Literally on British, it says five-star, five-star lunchboxes. What's what's a five-star lunchbox? Predict what's in there. (laughs) What could could they be serving Harry Kane and the rest of his teammates? I don't... Caviar? I mean, that's... Even that's strong. <laughs> Clotted cream and scones or scones? I'm not going to get into that debate. I mean, I'm sure I'll get Harry Kane to pronounce scones, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's going to be great. I can't wait to watch that one. The, 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 bu- the shot of them walking off the bus to the stadium itself is going to be fantastic. <laughs> Yes, definitely. Second game, also, let's just glance quickly on Villa Liverpool, shall we? Which is tomorrow night. It is one of the opening games. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how we're going to go into this. Why? Are you expecting us to go? Okay. All so out. To go or... Yeah, you'd rather want... the team go all out to go and try it. and win it. Yeah, because I don't think Liverpool will. 
No, I think they've been more concentrated on the league this season, Liverpool. Although, let's be honest, they could field the starting eleven and still put... They will still batter them. Oh, yeah. Just uh, flick back a few months when they uh, got beat 7-2 by years. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I still think we'll make the odd change here and there. But you'll st- I think the likes of Grealish, Watkins, Concert, they're probably still with a feature. Yeah. Probably Considering we've had longer than a week off, I wouldn't be too surprised. Yeah. Um, I think this season you got to say Villa. It's one of them seasons where you have a good cup run as well as continuing league form, and I think you could actually win that. Oh, don't make me dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd like to dream, but you look. We have FA Cup runs over the last bit of been terrible since the 2015 run, before we got to the final. We haven't gone past the fourth round. Wow. And only one, some... only one of those games was the fourth was actually the fourth round. Yeah. We, we, so we, the last... Well, maybe your good fortunes will change uh, this weekend. Yeah. Um, just to uh, glance for people that didn't know there are as of recording one game postponed. Uh We're expecting I think there's probably gonna be Yep, still the one game, which is uh, Southampton versus Shrewsbury Town due to the League One club having a number of positive uh, cases of COVID-19 and unable to field a starting uh, 11. Yeah, it's fair to Shrewsbury. They deserve at least a proper chance to do. Yes. The other one who was at threat of being called off, but I think we believe that it's not going to be. For obvious reasons, for reasons. Chorley versus Derby County. Yes, so um, Derby County so had a... Chorley versus the Derby Reserves. And under, well, under 23s and under 18s. Yes, so Derby have had a outbreak of uh, COVID in their first team and there's practically, well, there's going to be no first team players or coaches at the game, as far as I'm aware. And the squad will be made up of under 23s and under 18s players for the game uh, on Saturday afternoon against uh, non-league Chorley. You definitely sense the shock in that one, if you could even call it a shock. Yeah, I mean, on paper, it's a shock because it's like the size of the clubs and the divisions. But like you say, if uh, Chorley were to win that, it's not a shock because of the selection issues that Derby have. Mm. Um, we'll just go with another. Uh, so a Stockport against West Ham. Monday oh, evening. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, that has the potential for there to be an FA Cup shock. I mean, I don't know. Again, we don't know the team news and that. Um, but, yeah, I think West Ham and the FA Cup, I don't know. You never know what type of... It depends if West Ham uh, are going for it. They should win that on paper. Crazy. I don't know enough about Stockport County. I still remember Stockport County being in League One all those years ago. Mm. For me, I think um wouldn't surprise me that um, if Stockport do try and uh, sneak a late win here mm. and so cause a bit of Stockport as well. So. Yeah. All the. Yeah. 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 Y
you'll I know you'll be interested in because it's do or die for Frank Lampard. Yeah, um I do think if he does lose this one, surely he has to be gone now. If they lose that this weekend. Oh he'll walk out himself. <laughs> mm. So that game's on Sunday afternoon at Stamford Bridge. Um I think Chelsea will go with a young squad. You'll probably see the likes of Billy Gilmore, um, Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham. I think you'll see them like get more game time. Is it Tino Andrew as well, the one who gets the odd game now and again? Yes. The, It'll like, be all over this. Mm. Um, maybe see Kepa. Well you know, he sounds desperate for a goal. If they play him and he doesn't score, worst signing of the season, confirmed. Wait, that's a different podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for later on in the season once the season is done. But he'll play and then he'll come out and say, oh, I didn't realise these non-league defenders were... <laughs> yeah, so good. We're so, we're so physical. Yeah. I said, I said non-league for joke, I know they're in league too. <laughs> uh... They did actually pretty well, they? Is that what? They've had a pretty okay start to their season, Walker. Mm. So, yeah, you never know. Potential for some uh, upsets. There's way more games that I could pick out there, but we'll be here all day trying to speak about all of them. Yes, so um, we'll head over to Predictions League now. I just want to pick you up from the last show. I haven't made a mistake because I did listen to a further podcast back and I, you were on like 22, 24 points, so I haven't made yeah. a mistake. So you you went to VAR even though I was joking? I didn't know whether you were joking or being serious. Oh, I, was I, did. Just, I was definitely okay. joking. Okay, well, I had gone to VAR and I was right. So, as always, six games to choose from. Uh, this time we're going... We, we don't stop the count here, Sunshine. <laughs> You choose three, I'll choose three, and we get in our predictions. So your three games, please. Interesting. There's quite a few games that you can be a bit like, oh, I don't know where that's going to go. So the first one, we'll go early Saturday, 12 o'clock kickoff, potential non-league scalp. Boring board against Millwall. At Meadow Park. Um, Millwall have been mixed this season. Very mixed in the championship this season. And I'm going to go for an early upset. I'm going to go Boreham Wood to win 1 0. It is at Boreham Wood as well. Could have been 2 1 to Boreham Wood. Because you didn't ask me how I know the name of the stadium. I, I mean, I think I would. Or even I know, I know the name of the stadium. Mostly. I know. Arsenal women play there. Uh, yes, I know. Yes. Okay, what's your second game? Yeah. Second game, I'll go with. I'll go for the three o'clock derby of QPR against Fulham. Um, Jesus, Queens Park Rangers versus Scott Parker's Fulham. Um, wow, I don't even know. See, Fulham are one of them teams where you never know what type of Fulham's going to turn up. But again, QPR aren't having the best of seasons in the Championship. So for that reason, I'm going to go with 2-1 to Fulham. Fulham, I think, will make quite a few changes for this. Despite mm. the derby appeal. I'm going to go 1-1. See if we'll have a replay Actually, of it. Actually, are there even replays? I've never thought about it. 
I can't think I can tell you actually. I, that's a good question. I feel, like, I feel uh, like they would have scrapped it because of fixture congestion. Give, just give me a second. It's weird that we didn't even think about that. No, there isn't any replays. Yeah, I'll scrap the one one then because they'll just give yeah, some extra time or penalties. Oh. Um. Before uh, we carry te- on, technically we could still go one one just with the pens. Okay, so you're going to go one one. I'll go. I'll go one one, and I think Fulham win on pens. Yep. Um. Before we carry on, I'm just going to get a bit of breaking news out that has literally just come through in the last uh, few seconds, and that is Aston Villa have confirmed that the club has closed its Bodymore Heath training ground. And by the club as of one minute ago. Mm-hmm. So there isn't any story whether uh, their game on Friday night is in doubt against Liverpool, but I would imagine so. You'd think so, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, uh, game three of your predictions? Oh, that's distracting me now. <laughs> uh, just that punishment was Manchester City and Birmingham City. Why is that punishment? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> Four nil, Man City. Eight nil, Man City. <laughs> no, no, right there. No. I'll go three nil, Man City. Okay, well, accident. I put three nine. I put nine three to Birmingham. Then on accident. Um, three, right, three, my three. Nil, Man City. Just confirm. Yeah, three, yeah. Three. yeah, it is three nil. Uh, my three games are. The East Midlands derby between Stoke City and Leicester City. They consider going with that. <laughs> and that for me, I am going to go with a 2 0 Leicester win. See, we've seen them when they rest all their players against Palace. And Stoke have had their moments this year. Mm. Now I'll go 2 0 Leicester. Okay, so you go on the exact same score line as I did. Uh, I'm going to throw in another. I'm going to throw in another low league tie and go with Cheltenham versus Mansfield Town. Jesus Christ! So we're going to have no prior. Or, well, we might have prior knowledge, but we're not. I'm going to go Mansfield one nil. I'll go three one to Mansfield. Okay. And then the final game that I'm going to throw up is... Where's a nice upset that could happen? Crawley Town versus Leeds United. The Red Devils versus the Lily Whites of Leeds, or whatever Leeds' nickname is. They're definitely not called the Lily Whites. <laughs> no, that's Fulham. It's not even Fulham, is it? It is. Is it? Oh, I'll get, get confused with Tottenham. Oh. No. 3-0 leads. You don't think an upset's happening on the cards? I don't know. I would be surprised if they even like, rested most of their squad. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with 2-1 leads. I know it's not an upset, but I think it's going to be a close game. And you've gone 3-0 leads, did you say? Okay. So a reminder for everyone listening, Brad's on 28 points. I'm on 49, heading into this weekend. This is a fraud unlike the likes any which has ever been seen. 
Uh, right, um, so that's the Premier League, uh, FA Cup, sorry, not Premier League, we need to stop saying that, talked about um, elsewhere in the world of football, where where should we start? Uh, women's football, that returns after its two-week Christmas break this week, uh, well, which hopefully, we don't know whether there's oh, going to be any games going on ahead of this, uh, ahead, so um, we've had one game already confirmed as postponed, and that's Man City versus West Ham due to a number of uh, positive cases in the Man City team and uh, the, what you call it, uh, injuries uh, amongst the uh, Man City team. So they have requested uh, the WSL cancel it and they have agreed to do so. Um, there's also talk about Arsenal versus Aston Villa on Saturday as well. Being you could probably pull that one out now. Uh, there's, any confirmation with, there's no confirmation whether it's like men and women in it. Uh, so, would, but, they, yeah, try, they do train similar, so I, would, I wouldn't put it past it. Yeah, and uh, Arsenal have also had some positive tests returned. Um, before we continue, it's, uh, there hasn't been any confirmed players of Man City or Arsenal, but there was a select, I think about four or five of them had not together, obviously, but they had travelled to Dubai um, uh, where they have contracted the coronavirus, which is a stupid thing to have done from any player involved. Uh, they've put themselves at risk and now uh, got the uh, coronavirus and they've put themselves and their club in a bad limelight. And they all because they couldn't sacrifice themselves and just stay at home for one Christmas. It's only a fortnight as well that they've had off. They could have just stayed at home and it would have been fine and we wouldn't have to have had any postponements. And the fact that they've, they're have allowing it to be postponed is ridiculous because Bristol City, earlier on in the season, they had some cases and they still had to play their game. And there's a time where Birmingham City were only allowed, uh, only able to announce, uh, I think, 13 players because they only had two substitutes available and they still had to play their game. So the fact that Man City and Arsenal have been given somewhat of a leeway is uh, crazy. Well, I feel like that's just down to the situation the whole country is in right now. Mm. Um, elsewhere in the world of women's football, Everton uh, versus Manchester United is set to take place on Sunday at uh, 12 o'clock. Um, bit of good news for Everton over the uh, winter break when that was manager Willie Kirk signed a new contract at the club, um, as well as they've managed to confirm the permanent signing of Claire Esmolet. Uh, with them for a couple of years. Um, so good news there. Uh, Willie Kirk's deal runs until 2023 with the club. And I think Claire Esmolet uh, is a very similar deal as well. So good news for Toffees fans. Then Bristol City take on Brighton at two o'clock. Um, Bristol City will be looking to get their first win of the season. Um, whilst Brighton will be hoping to get back onto the winning sides of things in the WSL uh, after their run of three defeats in the league. Then Reading play Chelsea uh, at the same time at the Majeski Stadium. And 
Chelsea could hand a debut to uh, new goalkeeper Zakira Musevic this weekend. There, there is no uh, confirmed news, uh, team news on that selection. So that's good news for Chelsea. Tottenham uh, versus Birmingham City is uh, at the same time, two o'clock at the Hive Stadium. Uh, a bit of Tottenham news today. They confirmed that they have managed to sign Alana Kennedy and... Uh, Shalina Zadorski on permanent transfers uh, after their loans were set to finish very soon and uh, and to coincide with the WS uh, or no the what the women's version of the MLS uh, season starting so their deals have been confirmed until the end of the WSL season. Then, um, well, that is all the game. Sorry. I thought there was one more. And uh, another bit of transfer news coming from Arsenal is they've confirmed the signing of Anna Patton, who uh, spent uh, the past four years over in America, and she has re-signed for the Gunners, and that was announced today. So that is all the uh, transfer news and latest women's football in the WSL. Right. um, Our next segment is we're dropping back into what we did the other day and that is i've forgotten what it was called now but we just decided to give it the joke of the name of the alternative game yes the alternative game so this is where we right. pick we've, a game we've like, we don't want to do this all the time so now doing it twice in a row <laughs> <laughs> that's really that much. no no this won't this won't be every show this will we will spice ourselves out yes um so Basically, if you didn't listen to the show earlier on in the week, uh, we select a game from uh, history and we have to see if we can try and name some other players in the starting 11. Um, This week is FA Cup week, so we decided to go with some FA Cup games and Brad said he would be going first in trying to guess. So the game I've gone for, Brad, is Aston Villa versus Blackburn in the third round back in 2010, so 11 years ago now. Aston Villa won the game 3-1, and it was at Villa Park, and it was refereed by Howard Webb, if that gives you any help at all. I, mean, I was there in person. Young me. I have to say that I'm just moving off to say that just to yeah. change it up. You, can only, you should only be able to get one wrong. Just one wrong? Yeah, one mistake and you're finished. What, no, one, you, can, you can make one mistake and then bang. Okay. You can't make it over. So I how many do you think? I'm not confident in naming all of them. Mm-hmm. But I will say eight. So eight out of the eighteen you can you can name. Yeah. Okay, fire away, and I'll tell you if you're right. Brad Guzan's the goalkeeper. Yep. A little bit set back. Could we have Richard Dunn? He's on the substitutes bench. So you're lucky there. And I'm saying James Collins as well. Yep, James Collins is there. Steve Sidwell. Amongst the substitutes. James Milner. That's your one wrong. Chuck Milner completely. <laughs> oh, shot. Uh, what, John Carew? Yep. So we've got a four. Yep. Should I have said five? No. I've said Guzan, Dunn, Collins, Sidwell, Carew. Yes. 
Yes, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. keeping better count than you are. Uh, did he apply in the round? I just remember one Delphonse. Yep. Because he scored. It was his fourth his first goal, I think. Uh, scored after 12 minutes. Not that that's any use to anyone. He did. Oh, shit. I'll take a punt because I think he came off the bench and scored. Did Gabriel Bonmore come on? No, Ekpan Lahore he was he wasn't in the squad. Damn it! And that's okay, it. <laughs> that your I mean, he was managed to get five. Oh, it was six. Six, sorry, six, six, six. Yes, sorry. <laughs> so the team was, and I'll run through it: Brad Guzman, Carlos Cuellar, Cuellar, fucking Stephen Warnock. Well, oh, that was knew there was a left back. James Collins. I don't know who the hell was Bay. B e y. Nathan Baker. No, not Baker, Bay. Is it Hubbard Bay? Abby Bay. Yeah. Um, he was there. In, he was in the team. Um, Stuart Downing. Ashley Young. Fabian oh, Delph. Nigel Rio Coca. Emil Heskey. Did he play Heskey, the bastard? <laughs> Brad Friedel. Luke Fried- Young. Luke Young. I don't know. I was thinking Young. I thought, oh, Mark Brighton. I said all Brighton. Petrov, I early. And Stylian Petrov. Is the bench ones are sort of just. Shall we go to my one? Yeah. So you just need to name me six. Six to draw. Okay. Seven to win. Of the Liverpool team from their 5 3 classic against Luton Town in 2006. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with Jersey Dudek. Is that right? He's not in it. Okay, so I've got that one. Your lifeline's gone. Okay. So I'll go with Stephen Gerrard. Stevie Jersey. Daniel Lager. Daniel Agger's not in that team. Daniel Agger is nowhere near this. He was there at that time, wasn't he? He's not even on the bench. And just, just about. I pulled off. I pulled up the squad. He's there, but he's not in this squad for this game. He's not in it. You've lost. You, wow. you failed. So, okay, I wouldn't have got the keeper. You just got the team for now. We always say to go for Scott Carson. You wouldn't have got. No, I would have went with Jersey Dudek or Pepe Reina for that. As I think the must have just signed from at this point. Yeah, we might have just joined in the following summer. It's this difference, and you went Daniel Agger, Steve Finnan, Sammy Hippier, Jamie Carragher, and John Arnaresa. Mm, I just didn't think of Sammy Hippier, that's why I went Danny Agger. No, most is so good. Yeah. And you forgot the man who's literally this game is known for his halfway line goal. Xavi Alonso. Crouchy. Mm. Crouchy. Harry Kuehl. Yeah, it says Harry Kuehl. Chippewa Caesar. Yeah. Pepperina. Deep yeah. Mahaman. Cron. He came Cam. to score twice. Cinema Fungal. Mark Lambert's the referee there, Jesus. You, you first. I must have been a young. 
If only we had the th- we were allowed the normal three, but you decided to change it for this one. To be fair, you did say you would uh, struggle with that, uh, what you call it, Aston Villa team, and you did get two wrong, so. Yeah, yeah but I still got six before. Mm. Well, you went for positions. Go for the names. Yeah. That was my mistake there. Shit. Just, yep, just bang me it on the microphone, that's fine. Yes, um, so that is everything. As, uh, as so we we keep a score, but it's on 2 no look down on that. You can keep a score on that, I'll keep a score on. On uh, the basis. Whilst I'll continue to win the predictions league quite comfortably as well. That's up to you, which means more. Predictions. Was it technically the alternative game is more special because it's not every week? Yeah, we've done it twice in one week. <laughs> well, we won't see for another month now. Well done. Hopefully. Because you're such a loser. Yes. Um. Right. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with our FA Cup review. Uh, talk about uh, anything that's happened in the FA Cup, any big shocks and surprises, uh, and obviously if anything else happens in the world of football. And don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow to uh, preview our, or not preview, have a look at all the transfer news that's going around the world of football. Uh, just at just the you, say, you say it's tomorrow, it's tomorrow to us for right now recording, but it'll be the same day that this pod goes out. Yes, sorry. I always do that mistake. It's because you, you managed to get it up on the same day. But yes, um, make sure you like, comment and subscribe wherever you are listening to. And uh, enjoy your FA Cup weekend. And we'll see you at the start of next week or tomorrow or the same day whenever you listen to us. So until then, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Brad. Up the marine. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. <laughs>